Today is June 24th. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey. Rammer, we uh, have the Cubs Cardinals in St. Louis for the first time this season, last week of June, before the uh, the Cubbies finally make their way down to Bush, and it's going to be a perfect weekend for baseball. Expect uh, 40,000 plus in the stands all three games. It's going to be a lot of fun. It always is. It never changes, no matter who's good, who's bad. Um, it's always a lot of fun for the fans. Yeah, and hopefully the uh, the Cardinals can. Um, well, you know what? It, three out of five. The uh, during that five game series up in Chicago, yeah. it, it'd be nice. You know, they the, the Cubs have been reeling a bit as of late. It would be nice to to sweep another bad team this weekend. Never seems to happen. Though it uh, it always seems like we get something crazy, something wild in these Cubs Cardinal games. But tonight you have uh, you have Kyle Hendricks who is struggling against Andre Palante, who is uh, still still figuring out how to be a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. Yeah, it, it'll be real uh, interesting. Look at the contrast between Palante and, and Kyle. He uh, Hendricks has been. Man, he, is, he has been a tough one for the Cardinals. He has been a master, and um, you wonder if time's catching up. But, you know, those veteran guys, they seem like um, e even when the seasons aren't going well, they'll still occasionally step up and have a big, big game. So that'll be the challenge, not to let him get into a groove, try and jump him early and get him out of the game. Whereas the Cubs coming after Palante, um, you're right. Can he throw strikes consistently? Can he keep his pitch count down? Will he uh, be able to get deep into a game? You know, both clubs are looking to their starters to get that done. Yeah, I earlier today I uh, had a, a chat with John Shambi, the uh, the Cubs broadcaster, also does work with ESPN. That's available on the Claves Online YouTube page right now. But we uh, we were talking about who is who is the most hated Cub right now for Cardinals because Chris Bryant left. Chris Bryant's gone. He's on you know team three now it's giants last year now with the Rockies. So I told him that Kyle Hendricks is my cub to hate. And this really, it's just personal because it goes back to 2019 when I did a uh, Friday afternoon rooftop game up in Wrigley and uh, Hendricks threw a, a Maddox. Uh, he threw an 85 pitch complete game uh, shutout. And that mm -hmm. cost me, that cost me money because I, I expected a three-hour game of, uh, of food and drinks, and I didn't get it. Well, that's personal as opposed to yeah. uh, the, the, the larger group of fans. I don't think there is a guy right now. No, there, there isn't. They do have, you know, we saw game series, Christopher Morell. Boog and I talked about a little bit. He, you know, you that high-energy guy. That guy that's going to excite the fan base. You kind of get that with Christopher Morell, who uh, who only turns 23 years old today. Wow. So I wonder if what's the flip side of that coin? Is it is it Pujols just because he had been doing it for so long? Is it is it those kind of guys? Is it Bader Donovan? Those kind of high energy guys? I wonder how it is on the other side of the uh, of the field.
And I think that's another issue on my end, Rammer. No, not you down in Louisiana. I think it's my connection issue that I got to uh, that I got to work through here up in uh, up in St. Louis. But I, I missed what you were saying there as far as the uh, the lineup. So we'll just move ahead. We'll go and give the starting lineups for tonight's game: Cubs and Cardinals. Game one in St. Louis for the Cardinals. Tommy Edmond leads off and plays short. Nolan Gorman is at second. Paul Goldschmidt at first. Nolan Arenado is at third. Brendan Donovan in left. Juan Yepes DHing. Dylan Carlson in right Harrison Bader in center and Andrew Kisner is behind the uh the plate for the Cubs Christopher Morell just talked about him he's in center field tonight he can play all over kind of like a Brendan Donovan Wilson Contreras DH Ian Happ in left Patrick Wisdom at third Nico Horner at short Jan Gomes in center David Bodie is at second Jason Hayward is in right and Alfonso Rivas is at first base for the uh the Cubs this evening um as as you look at that lineup uh, you know they're hurting they they have a lot of guys on the injured list a lot of guys they expected to uh to to you know have to to make strides to at least get them to be about a 500 team this year they did not expect to be as bad as they are now and it's not so much underperformance it's it really is it's injuries yeah i think injuries um I think that's uh, part of their deal. I don't think very many, very many unbiased people looked at the roster and thought they would be very good, though. After they no, but that's what I'm saying. Closer to 500, years, yeah. After a couple of years ago of really just bloodletting and moving everybody out of there. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, the uh, the Cardinals today. John Mozelek spoke to the media ahead of the uh, the game. Drew Verhagen is sent to the uh, sent to the injured list, and it's kind of a a long term issue with uh, with Verhagen. Something that he has been dealing with for quite some time: a thoracic outlet syndrome, um, the condition where blood vessels and nerves are compressed, and that has caused some numbness in his fingers and some shoulder stiffness yep. here as of late. So he goes on the uh, he goes on the injured list. And uh, that uh, so to counter that uh, that move, the Cardinals have brought Packy Naughton back to the team. Uh, he's a guy that's able to stretch out a bit. We saw him start a few games earlier this uh, this season, so a little length added to that bullpen, and yeah. hopefully uh, another guy. Yeah, we, we you know as we were doing the show yesterday, we were talking about what's out there trade wise to kind of fill in those pieces, missing pieces of the bullpen. And we had a listener comment. I, I didn't grab it in time saying that, you know, guys like Oviedo and it, you got guys, you know, like him that are the possibilities for those pieces. Maybe they're right here with the team and Packy Naughton is going to get an opportunity to be that guy too. Yeah. I still think health is the main thing for the Cardinals. And if they can get healthy with key people like Matt and Hicks, and Oviedo continues to be, he doesn't have to be a lights out like he was the other night, but continue to progress. Most of your answers might be in-house, and then maybe at the end of July you get one more arm. And I think that would be uh, a realistic best case, but you got to get healthy first. As far as the Cardinals lineup, um, we see that um, we see that Ali Marmol likes Gorman too, with the big boys behind him, I think trying to enhance his potential, give him the best possible opportunity. And I think it says they have confidence in um, in Donovan in that no matter where he is in the lineup, he's going to give you good at-bats. So he doesn't have Gorman's power, 
but hitting fifth that he can probably pick up runs that are left left on the board that maybe Arnato and, and Goldschmidt don't pick up. I think I'd like it flip-flopped, but I absolutely get what Ali's doing, and it absolutely makes sense. How about this? Uh, more from Mosellac earlier today. He referred to Paul DeYoung's situation down in AAA as a Wally Pip situation, saying yep. that who, who are you going to bring him up and start him over right now? You Edmund is thriving at shortstop. Gorman is playing well at second base. And if Gorman falls off at second base, you put Donovan there and you, you got Yepes, you have O'Neill possibly coming back. There's nowhere for Paul DeYoung to go right now. I and I that's why I you put it all, you put a bow on it all. You talked about trying to get somebody late in July. If he again, what you hope for for him personally and for the club is for Paul DeYoung to destroy triple A pitching. Only good things will happen if he does well at Triple A. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't, I, I look at it. Yeah, you can get something back for him, but if the wheels fall off, do you want him there as somebody you can bring up? Do you want that bat there in September to to call up and have? have him there if he is doing well in AAA all year? Do you want to keep him in your organization and then maybe move him in the offseason and see what you can get for him then? Well, that's a scenario that would work if you feel like you're not getting anything out of Sosa. Tonight would have been a good night to play Sosa, but if you're not going to get anything out of him, if you want the young to eventually be a bench guy, which I think is the future of his career, by the way, and I think you could have another good six, eight years that way, five, five to eight years, then why not do it now? And I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to say this because I know, I know it sounds so wrong to say. So I'm prefacing, I'm, I'm prep, uh, I'm prefacing this by saying this. Do you want DeYoung to be a right-handed bat coming off your bench that can outperform Albert Pujols? It hurts me to say it that way. It hurts me to say those words. Doesn't matter. Albert, Albert's hitting under 200 later in the season. Do you want to have a different option as a right-handed bat off the bench? You always want your roster to be as strong as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. No, it, absolutely. And because the young can play because then you would have three guys. Now Sosa can play anywhere also, but then you have Edmund well, four guys, Edmund and Gorman, Donovan, and then DeYoung. You can reconfigure that infield any way you need. You can pinch hit for guys and move them around. Um, but he's not going to play very much, if at all. So if you're not going to play him, are you better moving him if there's a value? Yeah. The hey, also this, hit yeah. Play. also this weekend around Major League Baseball, Rambert, there are some really good weekend series going on. Uh, start out out east. You have the Astros and the Yankees. They start a series this weekend. Uh, how about Dodgers and Braves? A uh, the a rematch of the NLCS. And Freddie Freeman returns to Atlanta this weekend. He'll get his ring this uh, this weekend before the games uh, before the games begin. And a uh, another one to uh, to kind of look at. Uh, one that maybe flies a little under the radar. Blue Jays. 
at the Brewers. One to watch not only because it's two good baseball teams, but also uh, the the Brewers as as we're tied up now with uh, Cardinals and Brewers tied atop the standings. They have to face a really really good team because after these uh, six games for the Cardinals, their schedule gets really really tough. Dodgers don't have bets, and um, that changes their lineup because they have several of their veterans not hitting. It'll be a, a and and uh, the Braves top half of their order is really playing well. The Yankees. You know, the Yankees are just a juggernaut. They've got the right balance of pitching and hitting, and that's that's going to be a real challenge. And, you know, we all become Blue Jays fans now, and they need the bottom of their order to get going as well. Um, there aren't very many lineups that have been really, um, uh, really productive top to bottom. It's been an odd year in that way. Yeah, it's just so funny. You mentioned bets not in the lineup. You still look at that Dodgers lineup, and it's it's really disgusting how solid they are, one through nine, not. even no, missing a guy wrong. like. No, if you put their names on a marquee, you're impressed. Their numbers are not good. Turner is uh, 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 Turner is not hitting. Uh, Muncy is like hitting 180. Uh, uh, who am I leaving out? Um, those are the main two culprits. Betts is out of the lineup. Um, they, they are not the same Dodger team. They're still good, but that's because of their pitching. And the top of their order is awesome. Even pretty, darn good, even pretty darn, darn good without Mookie Betts. So, again, whose top halves will perform against pitching? And um, uh, the Dodger pitching is still um, top-notch. Over at Royal Banks of Missouri. Rammer, Royal Banks of Missouri, a uh, proud sponsor of uh, so much of what you have done over the uh, past several years. Royal Banks over 50 years in St. Louis and now expanding. Of course, you know about Jerseyville and Granite and three new locations in Northeast Missouri. That, that At all of those places, you'll find that Royal Banks makes your bank, your branch feel like your Hometown Bank, 314-212-1500. That's how you get a hold of the great bankers at Royal Banks of Missouri. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. We will talk to you Monday. Enjoy a weekend of baseball from all of us here at ClavesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura has almost 200 pre-owned vehicles in stock with inventory arriving daily and can offer the best trade-in value. While others raise their prices and fees, we choose to earn your repeat and referral business by not taking advantage of the current market situation. We invest in our team, becoming one of St. Louis's top places to work and fastest growing companies. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. Located at Manchester and Mason Roads.